Welcome back, guys, to another great episode with your boy Eli. And it's your boy Kelvin. What's up? Yeah, we're up. We're back for another great episode. What well, should be a great, great episode, depending on um, how our energies are. We are very tired today. I am using. I'm close to using reserve energy. Like I still have like my normal energy for the day, but I'm this close to using my reserve energy for other stuff. And mm-hmm. it's. I just. I just have to do. I just recently did like an Instagram video for like a a, diff, a new venture that I am pursuing. Because job hunting at this point is not working out. Man, Kelvin, this is this is. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm doing some some new hobby stuff. We'll get to yeah. that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, let's talk about something fun. Let's yeah uh, have ourselves a very chill episode. So, Kelvin, mm-hmm. you like the DC movies? Well, the animated ones. I do. Yes. Because uh, let's face it, the, the the live action ones have been hit and miss. Uh, it's, it's, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather not, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> Dude, that was a whole episode. You guys can go check it out. Yeah, on, on our already the other place you can catch us. Uh huh. Um, but we never really talked about the DC animated films. Yeah, because you know, unless you're really say a big enough nerd, you probably go. You probably know about it, but if you don't. You know, go check those out. Those are pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, now we're not going to talk about all the DC animated films that were out because, like, oh no, it's it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And but we're basically going to talk about this whole little shared universe they did for the animated films. That's mm-hmm. very much like what we saw with the Marvel movies and what we hoped that the DC films would have been. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like there was like a little awkward pause. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, is, "Is he good? Are you good?" Kelvin? No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're uh, so today we're gonna go into like pretty much the f- the first half, if you will. Like, so, we're, so, we're, so we're gonna, so there's a bunch of movies, right? And we're just gonna break down in a small, digestible little bites. These connected animated films. Yeah, we're gonna break it down. You're gonna break it down for you. I could talk all day about All Star Superman and how great that movie was, and how they might have changed some stuff that I might. That I would personally have to agree with, okay with, but the way that turned out was pretty great. Also, yeah, man, mm-hmm. so pretty good. Um, but no, we're like you said, we're gonna be over to this a certain number, mm-hmm. um, because there's like what 15? It's a good chunk, yeah, it's like 15, yeah, 15, 16 movies total, yeah. So we're gonna go over, we're gonna just cut cut one half, it's gonna be part one, and there's gonna be part two later, or later after again, digestible bites, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus we're just gonna be like bullet storming through most of these because like seven movies. Oh my god, it's a lot. Oh. It's a lot. Imagine if we did that for the Marvel movies, dude. Oh, oh, good lord! <laughs> not like oh, no, the harder. the Marvel movies, not and that's not including the all the TV TV shows that are connected with it. Well, it which depends on which ones you consider to be connected, because apparently the Netflix ones were never connected. They just so, alluded to the the only ones that are connected so far, in my opinion. A uh, little side tangent was probably Agent Carter, just because it's directly right after uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Well, it's not directly after; it's a couple of years, it's like one or two years. Well, I mean, like it's, it's basically it takes place after it, the events. It takes place after, yeah. Yeah, the but one I didn't work much with season two, and I loved Agent Carter. Oh. I then, anyways, yeah. I will say this before before we get started. I will say this: the ending pissed me off. I'm sorry, it pissed oh, me off. Season two of Agent Carter. That that the final episode. Oh, the one before it was canceled. Yeah, it like the way they just 
Oh yeah, no, they, uh, we're gonna talk about cancel shows later because like Netflix just cancel. Netflix is known for canceling shows that are good, so <sighs> let's not go in there. But um, on to DC. <laughs> on to DC to bigger and brighter pastures, as they say. Yes. <laughs> so the first, uh, so this this whole little universe started off with Justice League Flashpoint Paradox, which is a story that Coven knows very well because it's the only Flash story he knows. Yes. <laughs> Coven, I don't blame you. There's not many Flash stories that like. Honestly, like, honestly, not that that's that's notable. Yeah, that's notable. Yeah, that that people talk about a lot. Yeah, so. Basically, That's why it's you know, so much, right? Uh, basically, <laughs> basically to wrap things, yeah. Basically to wrap things up, and for even if you're not a big Flash fan, or even if you like never heard of this series, I mean, it's been out for a while. But even if you haven't heard of it, basically the whole context is Barry Allen. Uh, you know, the once Flash. again, the Flash is going Flash head. <laughs> Is going is yeah is uh, going head to head with one of his bigger nemesis, uh, Doctor. Um, I'm sorry, I, I know it's Doctor. So- yeah, or Zoom. I'm sorry, Professor Zoom. Yeah, Professor Zoom. Zoom is um. Well, I mean, I guess I guess his his actual villain name. The the Reverse Flash, if you will. That's the, the, rever- that's the name. The reverse. Fl- I mean, I know. I thought he did go by Pro- Professor Zoom at one no, point. No, there's two different ones, dude. It's different people. Ah, uh, okay. Well, okay. So it's reverse. You go it's by the, the re- TV show. They, they made it easier by giving them different outfits. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so going into just Flashpoint Paradox only. Uh, the reverse reverse Flash is one of like the one of the oldest, longest runnings, and well more notable like Flash supervillains that and it, it's basically the Flash, but literally you know a diff like another speedster. Um, and they're going head to toe once again, but Barry ends up breaking, not only, you know, he breaks the sound barrier, breaks the, the, uh, the, the Basically sp- every speed barrier that there have has been established. Every, every barrier that's known to man, he's broken. And somehow he went, he goes back in time and he actually saves his mother, mother from being murdered. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't against Zoom. It's more that like Zoom just like tempted him to do it, and he did it. Yeah. So like it wasn't like I'm fighting Zoom and I'm running faster than him. No, no, no. Like, yeah. Was like, see, Barry, I'm I'm glad you're a everyone, but there's always that one person you can never save. Yeah, and that yeah, and that cl- kind of clicked in Barry's mind. It was like, all right, I'm gonna go save mom now, and then he so did. But I have the power. I, I have the <laughs> I can break all my bar- all all limits. I broke the sound barrier. I broke the slight barrier. I, I broke it all. But what Barry was. didn't realize is the consequences that would slowly trickle and yeah. follow through because of his actions that he took mm-hmm. of saving his mother. Obviously, you know, he saves his mom. But with that, changes, everything started changing. Everything yeah, started everything changing. Everything just went to shit real quick. Uh so to to more, to kind of more, more more than it should have been <laughs> to kind of to kind of speed through the events let's 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 go like and this is and like i i don't remember chronological order but this is basically what happened oh, right yeah so basically um in in the alley where batman uh bruce wayne's parents were supposed to die or was supposed to get shot it was actually bruce wayne who died his mom, Martha, becomes the Joker, and his dad, well, Thomas it, Wayne. It, it, she becomes the Joker because of the of the traumatization. You know, the movie just goes. Uh, this I'm someone who's read the book. Yeah, this, the movie just like goes through it quick speed. Like it's more like a reference than an actual. Yeah. Thing. In the books, um, 
she you see her go through this sort of traumatic order like oh my baby's dead my baby's dead kind of thing yeah so it it all makes sense that um she becomes their their world's joker and mm-hmm. in response uh Thomas Wayne becomes um the Batman, Batman. Of the universe also um Superman didn't get fined by the Kansas. He got fined by the U.S. government. And was used as a lab rat. Well, so to speak. More, more it's, it's, that's, in the, that's the easy explanation, but more like he never... Experiment. They, no, we don't know yet, but mm. I can't remember in the books, but essentially he's, they just more or less test him like any, like you would think they would do in Era 51. Because in the, they, they, it's more or less they, they go they make him they try to see what he he's about and they just never realize hey you know if we let him out in the sun he can we can actually see how his full potential but really they just keep him all isolated in a room mm-hmm. where there is no sunlight yeah because remember superman is powered by the sun he's eco-friendly mm-hmm. yeah so also, um the the joining of the atlanteans and the amazonians um which leads to the romance between aquaman and Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and other stuff. And yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Oh, and basically the whole world's gone to hell. Yeah, and then at, at like it was at the, I, I don't I don't know if this actually happened in the comics or not, but because Mira, Aquaman's wife. Oh no, that see, happened, dude. That happened. Yeah, so Mira saw that and she's like, Oh, that's my husband. we I'm gonna fight you now. They fight they fight to the death. Obviously, Shing Wonder Woman it's, it's a lot more gratuitous in the comic. Yeah, like show, Wonder Woman. Show, they, again, they don't show the actual fight, but just, but the way um Wonder Woman's holding the head, it's like, it's 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 clearly obvious. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah. well, yeah, like the the first time I saw that, I'm like, well, damn. And then well, so yeah. basically, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is in, Wonder Woman is not afraid to kill. No, no, no. Yes, yeah. Amazon warrior. So she, she'll kill when she has to. So because of that, now Atlantis and Themyscira are at an all-out war, and yeah, basically World War Three happens, and the whole world is basically on the on the brink of extinction between between the two uh, forces fighting each other. Yeah, and Barry is the only one that remembers of the previous Earth, and essentially he's the only one who can try to like save it. And mm-hmm. The way he can is by trying to get back his speed force powers. Yep, because apparently, some apparently he lost because of. You know, time travel now affects everything. He get his he affects his powers. He never has the the ability to do what he he, ba- he basically never became the Flash. He never became the Flash. Yeah, and he never got to meet the people he needs to. But he's mm-hmm. the one who still has the memories of it because he's the one who triggered it. Yep. So in the movie, him and um Thomas Wayne Batman try their best to um reestablish his powers. Mm-hmm. And of course, we find out that Zoom is around and he is kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. And that's that's, I mean, I think we lasted too long on that story. We, <laughs> very, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of things going on in this story. Holy shit! It's a shit ton of things that happens, basically. It's like it's like you can't really talk about it without mentioning. Oh, well, this happens, and also this happens, mm-hmm. and also this happens. Also, they included a character that they bought from a different comic book company, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit! You actually went, you actually went there. Which that character was, was it? Um, it was a pretty. I think I don't remember if uh, Cyborg had a big role in the movie in in the comic. Cy- Cy- Cyborg was ba- Cyborg was just basically like I guess in a way like he became he eventually became like the whole like 
like the the weapon to work for the government. So I no, guess in he, a he wasn't the weapon. He was he was not a weapon, but he like was their, he was their superhero. He was their American superhero. Yeah, he was he was their Superman since they have no Superman and they yeah. have a Green Lantern because they did because um Hal Jordan didn't find the ring Mm-mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, pretty much yeah, so. He, he was the only um he was the only one willing to work with the government. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, little uh, little cool thing I found out. You know who I don't know who voices Cyborg in the movie? Shamar Moore. No. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It it, it is Shamar Moore. No, it's not. Who 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 is it? Michael B. Jordan. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. No, hold on though. But Shamar Moore did voice Cyborg at one point. I forgot which one, but he did. Yeah, but I'm I, talking about he, this one specifically. I'm not saying Shamar Moore is a bad voice actor. I'm saying that this one's voiced by Michael B. Jordan. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I yeah, Michael, I, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he did He did voice uh, Flash Par- uh, Flashpoint Paradox's uh, Cyborg. Yes. No, he voiced him through the whole thing. No, no, I know. Yeah, he was the... Yeah, he was the like, main... like, 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 I'm, like, I'm saying, Kelvin, is that, hey, the, the most nerdiest... Um, one of the most nerdiest du- dudes in Hollywood is in, is in, is in, is in this movie. That's badass. Mm-hmm. Man, man likes himself some Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Oh, uh, another like another kind of interesting like celebrity fact. James Gunn is has been has officially confirmed that James Gunn is a huge, huge fan of the Common Rider series. Like he started watching Common Rider recently and he got hooked. And he says, "I want this to come to the U.S." And I'm like, "Oh, oh!" It already did, and it failed. What's up? It did, and it failed. Moving, moving on next to the uh, to the oh, next well, we film. We, no, we don't have to talk about the next film, Kelvin. We got to talk about our thoughts on the movie itself. Oh yeah, yeah, Kelvin. You, <laughs> I know, um, mm. Kelvin. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, just going by the story, we already know it's a very, um, it's a very complex story. It's it comes from a very complex book. Yeah. And, um, well, let me ask you this, Kelvin. Do you know the why the whole purpose of the purpose of Flashpoint was in terms of the comics? And why they chose to adapt this movie? I want to say, I want to say just because. Um, Aside from the fact that it was a good story. Yeah. Well, you kind of took the words right out of, right out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know what what else to think of. Yeah. This was a this was not only just a good story, but also an excuse to to reboot their whole universe. Mm, okay. So that's why at the end, you know things change all this weird stuff happens and which is why we and it leads to the new 52 universe that one that we mm-hmm. talked about before yeah and that's why the next film that coincides with this is um just as league war mm-hmm. that's why it's because the just league war was that was inspired by the new 52 which i know for sure after hearing from some friends that apparently that was I don't know if it was new. Was it New Fifty Two Justice League or New Fifty Two Titans? That was like it was bad. Like the. I mean, depends on where you stand, really. I, yeah. I never got into any of the New Fifty Two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's release fifty new fifty two new comics every week. I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> My wallet. Uh. Jesus Christ, man! I know, I know. I talked to one of my friends who's like a who's big in the DC comics. He's been like all over. He's been all over it for like a good while, and he told me, yeah, he told me specifically that that time, that period, the New Fifty Two Rebirth was bad. So don't call it New Fifty Two <laughs> Rebirth. Rebirth is a is is the follow up. That okay? I'm sorry. Up. 
New, new, new 52, new, okay, let me rephrase that. New 52, he said, New 52 was bad. Rebirth was, yeah, the cleanup of New 52's mess. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I was like, that's all I was like, stop calling it New 52 Rebirth. That's what I called, dumbass. <laughs> all right. But, the, uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's the, essentially the, the big purpose is why they chose this to be the first film. Mm-hmm. Now, given the context, it makes a lot more sense for me to give my, my full thoughts on this film. This is probably a good starting point if you want to just do a cleanup. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, you already know these characters. You already know who Aquaman is. You already know who Superman is. You already know who Batman is. You already know who Flash is. And this is essentially a Flash story. You don't get to get a lot of those because, like we said earlier, Flash is a very um, he's a popular character, but there's not many notable stories from him. Mm-hmm. Even Because like, at the end of the day, he just runs fast. Yeah. So not only is this a good way to know about Flash, it's also a great place to start off letting you know, hey, I'm going back in time again and I'm going to fix stuff. You already see what happens when I go back in time, how everything gets just fucked over. Let's see me trying to fix that and maybe something new happens. That's what we get. And yeah. I think it's a fine story. Um, it's too complex for a, what is it, a two-hour movie or like an hour and a half? I think I figured they they try to smush a lot of things into like a in oh, in a one in into a, into a particular time frame. It was a lot. Yeah, you know? no, it's 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 like basically an hour and a half, and it's a lot just to like <laughs> to to get in. Yeah, but I feel like they still were able to give us a very decent story for us to latch on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if I were to give it like a out of a ten, I would just give it a good um eight. Eight is it? Yeah. You, I give I give I give it a probably give it a seven and a, probably give it a seven and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so seven point five. Why has so seven point five? Just just because you know, like I feel like there there could have been more things to explain. Uh, explain a lot better with the whole like you know, obviously you know with with Flash's action. Yes, it does change the timeline altogether. But then I'm like 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 you said before, because it's so much squeezed into you know, to like, you know, less, less than two hours of a film. And I'm pretty sure the comic, like the book explained it a lot better than I believe it was at least five, maybe six issues. I'm trying yeah. to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just give it a quick Google search while you talk. Yeah. But you know, honestly, yeah, honestly, the seven, like, like just again, this, because this is the only known okay. note, because it's the only known notable flash story, you know, th- like this is all we can just base off of really. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was right. It's a five uh, issue main, uh, series, uh-huh. which is five books. Yeah. Um, but I do I do remember seeing um, tie-in and stuff. So mm-hmm. usually anything involving um, yeah, there was a some prelude, some the main series was uh, one through five. Um, there was some other like mini series and all that stuff, little silence, and they try and it looks like they try to include some of that. Mm-hmm. Like, like stuff about Green Lantern and Superman, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. why did you try to include any of those? And it just didn't really make sense. But no, yeah. yeah, it's it's five issues, so it's roughly. I mean, five issues can get you to like at least two hours of worth of reading, mm-hmm. maybe less if you speed read. Yeah, you just look at the pictures, mm-hmm. like I do sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's a good drawing, man. Good yeah, but no, um, yeah, no, everything you said makes sense because it feels very. Not rushed. It feels yeah. nice. 
it's it's a like... it's a nice smooth transition, but I feel like just like a lot of things could have been explained better. It was like very smushed and I wanna know what happened to like what was that one character's name? I wanna know what happened to Lex Luthor. He was pretty legit. So oh he like a bitch. he oh no, like it was him it was him, uh what do you call it? Yeah, him him De- him, Deathstroke, Gorilla Grodd, and uh Black Manta. Oh yeah, they were wiped out. By well, Black Manta was part of the Aquaman crew. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, yeah, Gorilla Grodd, Deathstroke, Lex Luthor, and no, that's it. No, no, I, I, you know, it, it, it was the main three. Yeah, the other, the others were just like grunts, kind of deal. Um, and yeah, they got they got wiped out by the Atlanteans. Deathstroke easily got wiped out by by by. Uh, hey, let's get Deathstroke and let's get his original voice actor from the Teen Titans cartoon. And have him do some cool stuff, and me. Well, that's what we thought at first, and he gets taken on like a punk ass bitch. I'm like, no, just one, one, one girl laser beam from Black Manta, boom, out, and they're like, what? Uh, I mean, it's Black Manta. It's, 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 yeah, it's, but but I mean, but still, but still, like Deathstroke is a trained yeah. assassin. Like <laughs> he should know how to do the better. Man, you, you did that to Ron Perlman. Come on now. <laughs> he was Hellboy. Yeah. Can't wait for that crossover. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, last point, it's a pretty decent start. It's a, it's a good yeah. start off. Um, yeah. Let's now let's talk about the next movie. We're, we're, we're probably gonna go through this real quick because like most Justice League War, yeah, yeah, Justice League War, which essentially it's like I said, it's their reboot. So it's like the origin mm-hmm. story of the Justice League. Yep. And it's um, basically, you know, stuff's going on. Parademons are showing up. Parademons are like the big uh, grunts for uh, Apocalypse, for Darkseid. Darkseid, yeah. Bad. The, the Thanos of their universe, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Than- even though um, Darkseid's a lot more stronger than, than Thanos. But mm. essentially, coming to Invade Earth, they're, they're out here trying to capture everybody, do what they got to do. And this is the moment where everyone has to come together. Yep. Everyone. Wonder Woman. Batman, Superman, Shazam, Flash, Cyborg. You said Superman already. Okay, Green Lantern. Who else? Cyborg. Cyborg, which is uh, which is how you know it was adapted by it would be inspired by New Fifty Two because Cyborg was never a founding member of um of the of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. They, he became a founding member for the New Fifty Two books. That Cyborg. Was voiced by Shamar Moore. I remember. That's where it was. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Wait, that's who it was. There you go. Shamar Moore voiced that cyborg in Justice League War. And again, like just like Eli said, all the heroes are coming together. But of course, with teams coming together, they don't always get along first. Especially Green Lantern and Batman. With Batman constantly screwing with Lantern. Even though like you know, he's saying simple things, but he just constantly screws with him a lot. And then the moment Green Lantern realizes, wait, you don't have any power? Do you fly? No. What? Do you have super strength? No. Are you just a rich guy in a? Are you just? Are you just a rich guy in a bad costume? And it, like well, all you had the rich guy, it was more like, are you just a guy in a costume? You know, and, and all bad. He didn't say anything. He just turns and smiles. That's it. And I'm like, by the way, ah. I got your lantern ring. <laughs> it's like boom. <laughs> Which already I have a problem with that because if he took the ring, then that means he would have depowered in front of him. Yeah. But no, it was um, it was it was a, it, it was a little nice movie. It was it was 
it was basically a reason to get everyone together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Cyborg, Shazam, all coming together and, and trying to save the day. Yep. And I'm being honest, it was eh. It was eh? It was eh. I mean, Calvin, I... tell me the story. Uh, so again, it's, it's mostly here. Uh, it's mostly heroes coming together and, you know, of course they have their own, like, you know, I mean, little... give me beat by beat what the story was. <sighs> so it's like, again, it's one, but it's one by one in which each of the heroes are like introduced and like their origin, again, their origin stories and such, mm-hmm. but the way, they, but the way some of the heroes were introduced, it's like, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a cheap shortcut to me. Like the whole it, it, to, to, to me, to me, it felt like a cheap shortcut to introduce some of the heroes, not all of them. But Kelvin, this is a this is where you got to understand what I'm trying to say. There, we are, this again. This is like we. This is where we have to already know that this is just the origin of the Justice League. Yeah, not the origins of each superhero. No, no, no. I'm saying no, no. Justice yeah, League, yeah. All it is is the reason why they just come together. Yeah, that's it. We don't really get much of character interactions between each of the characters mm-hmm. which is what i'm trying to say and i think you were trying to find the right words to say because essentially the the story boils down to hey i'm batman hey you're superman hey there's a bunch of like parademons out there flying monsters and shit yeah you just want to team up now yeah, let's team up and then yeah. just proceed- and then from there it's just proceeding fight after fight after fight after fight after fight until they eventually fight it's like it's like you're speedrunning through a a Dark Souls game, and you're just fighting and fighting until you get to the big boss, and you gotta fight yeah. your way to say that way. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It, it, there's no real. I'm not saying there's stakes. Actually, there is no stakes because like there's really much, barely any attachment aside from like maybe two characters. Yeah, which was um, Cyborg and um, Shazam, Billy Batson, because they're the only ones that actually kind of like each other. Because yeah. Billy Batson was shown to be, hey, uh, hey Vic, I, I know you're a big quarterback, and I'm your biggest fan. Yeah, like like, like that's all I am. I'm your biggest fan. I, just I don't a, he was he was basically Cyborg's fanboy. No, that's what he was. That's yeah, what he was. Yeah, like like you're saying, like he was basically no, he was. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. And like you you get Cyborg, you see his horrific, um, accident up way of you know, accident. Yeah, and then his becoming into Cyborg, how he deals with it. And Billy Batson, being the fan, he is like, dude, you're still a badass. You got superpowers? Look at me. I got superpowers, too. Come on, man. This could be the big team up. Let's do it. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And literally, they're the only like thing I liked about the movie because the rest of it was just like, let's fight. 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 That's it. Yeah. Like, there's a whole big rescue Superman, but I'm like, it's Batman. You know? <laughs> there's, there's no point. Yeah, you already know it's Batman. Mm-hmm. He's got the ultimate plot armor because he's just a lovable hero for DC, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, and and, and I mean that's why personally for me, I just give it like a five. Five. Yeah. I also give it a five as well. Yeah. Yeah, because now because now that I give you the explanation, you're like, damn, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because I see it in your eyes, like. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you on how, like, you know, the Justice yeah. League came together. And I, I don't disagree with you at all. And it's like, again, it was just like, again, it's a, a, t- like, even if it wasn't like the character interaction, but again, just the whole, like just the heroes coming together. 
it felt like a cheap shortcut just just to the, well, just to get just to get just to get the team established and it's like oh hey we have a common enemy this big bad dude that's sitting in front of us floating in front of us even just right now how this is how it works in the comics whenever there's a big team up it's not like we it's there's no rarely is there much of a character interaction you already have to know these established characters mm-hmm. so perfect example i can think all the time i had was the, the most recent avengers book that came out like what two years ago um where like it literally just shows you know all these different characters they just show out they show off Batman, Batman, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, She-Hulk's just somewhere in the streets, walking around, doing her own thing. You know, Doctor Strange is like sensing something out in the space. And Robbie Ray's Ghostwriter is just fixing up his car. And then all of a sudden, these big giant monsters show up in the sky. And they're like, oh, looks like we got to go to work. And they just happen to run into each other. They're like, you want to team up? You want to team up? All right, let's team up. Let's go fight these big giant monsters. That's the end of the first book. That's basically what we got here. Yeah. And it's it's fine if it's a comic. Because you've you already know who Captain America is from reading like whatever book you can read. Yeah. You already know who Thor is. Yeah. You already know who Batman is. Mm. So and you already know who Superman is. So you just seeing them together should be just already be like, yo, wait, they're teaming up. Holy shit. Yeah. Yo, Batman and Superman? This new iteration? Where Superman's a little more meaner, Batman's a little more nicer. What's gonna happen? Oh wait, what's gonna happen? Because that's basically the whole team dynamic when it comes to books. It's more like yeah, you already know these characters. Let's see how they bounce off of each other. Yeah, here we barely even know that much about them. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it kinda gives of the whole t- of the whole i but but the whole idea basically the whole idea of the the team up, uh, the whole idea of the team up. Of heroes coming together, the thing that you'd be excited about. Yeah, the heroes coming together for one common goal and and everything like that. Yeah, but like the fact, but you said it first. Like it just feels cheap. No, no, yeah, it, it's it still does. Yeah, because I'm gonna say in the books, in the comics, it makes sense because you're like you already know these established characters. Yeah, that's why. That, uh, go ahead. No, no, yeah. So, but like in in uh, in the in the film though, or just like movies in general, like it's. Yeah, it just it just it just felt really che- it just felt it just felt felt really cheap felt like really dry it wasn't genuine like you know that you know you're you're not excited you're not hyped up that all the heroes are getting together it's like oh all right I, I already know who these guys are and then the moment they team up it's like it's it's nothing spectacular or anything so yeah it just feels mm-hmm. like all right we're getting we're getting right together yeah, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's one of the reasons why I always look at the first Avengers movie like mm-hmm. so well because. Yeah. We had that establishment with all the past characters. Yeah, we're like we we how many we got two Iron Man movies, one Thor, one Captain America, one Hulk, and so when Bef- together, before like, before Avengers, yeah, the first one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I like I like wait, give me a minute. Gotta make sure. <laughs> right. You're right. No, no, yeah, right. Like, no. Wait, also, also, like also, also, just, also, just because I've been watching, you know, I've actually been watching, uh, like the Mar- marvel i've been marvel marathoning like the whole thing and now I'm, i think i'm caught up to ages of shield now but like yeah leading up to avengers is like it it makes sense to have individual films so that you get to know the characters and by the time it came together it's like oh snap shit's about to go down you know yeah that's why I'm, and when you get that like say like the conversation the conversation between cap and iron man like the you're just the a man in the suit and whatever 
Yeah, you know how it means. So like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're just, you're, you're just a man just in a suit. Take that away. What'd you get? Bill, uh, billionaire playboy, uh, billionaire play, play, billionaire playboy, uh, entrepreneur, philanthropist. Philanthropist. And then yeah. even Black Widow's, like, even Black Widow's acknowledgement is like, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> he's he's not wrong. <laughs> And it's like, I mean, like you having established at least two movies with Iron Man and a, and a movie with Cap, mm-hmm. that felt genuine because you know Cap was all about he didn't rely on all this tech. You know, he, he was a man. He, he was a man, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He 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 relied on his skills. Mm-hmm. But, and like here, if you already know who these are, it's just fine. Seeing them team up is like, oh, that's cool. And I think we're not the only ones. Uh, it looks like they got a fifty percent on this one. Mm. So yeah. No, no surprise there. Yeah, because it, it just felt very by the numbers. Mm-hmm. All right, Cullen, what's the next movie we got to talk about? Moving on to Justice League. Oh no, I'm sorry. Haha, son of Batman. Ah, uh, yes, the introduction of Batman's Damian Wayne. Wayne. Probably the most hated Robin in all of history. Yeah, is he's Damian Wayne to me is basically. Damien Wayne to me is basically every inside a little kid. Uh, yes, and then specifically a specific reference, Boruto in the Naruto series. Yeah. Why do you gotta insult Boruto like that? I'm sorry, but like the I I know Boruto like I've been hearing Boruto is getting better, but when it, when he was first introduced, I hated him. But yeah, again, sanitation on that. I'm gonna tell you the 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 whole point of his character. Is that he has to live under the shadow of his father, who we yeah. already grown up to know. Yeah. So seeing him <laughs> react to a character we've seen grow up, it's like, why you gotta be a little shit? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. It, he himself has good reasons. He's a very talented kid, mm. but like, no, you, why you gotta be talking to your dad like that, bro? Yeah. That, like, have you seen the shit he went through? Yeah. Fucking fatherless, motherless. Somehow was very athletic, despite the fact that all he did was eat ramen twenty four hours a day. Mm-hmm. Jesus, um, but no, it's um, but I get what I get what you're saying. It's, yeah, it's sort of like time a bit. Conce- conceived by I'll say by, this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Damian Wayne in these animated films is a much better character in the comics. Hmm. Because here's the thing: you can at least sympathize with Damian Wayne in these movies. Yeah. In the comics. Depending who's writing him, he's a complete psychopath. <laughs> God damn, that man is that man is uh, is is just evil in the making. Yeah, he's he's Damien. Oh my god, he's literally Damien from the Omen. Mm. Wait, have you seen the Omen? I don't believe I have. It's basically basically it's the it's he's the Antichrist. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Damien right. and the Omen is 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 the Antichrist. That's I mean, I, I can I can honestly see that those two connecting yeah, I mean, together. So that, that makes a lot of sense. I think in one book there was a that said that if Damien ever became Batman, it'd be hell on earth. Oh no, yeah. Um, but, no, but essentially, but thankfully they they were trying to pull away from him being like a bit of a psychopath in the books. Yeah, here he's a little more. He grows on you. Yeah, he's a little shit, but he grows on you. He's basically a little. He basically he's basically a little shit in like the first couple of films, but then like once he gets a Teen Titans, it's like okay, you can you you kind of like oh, him better. Friends. Yeah, he never had friends. All he no. 
all he was trained by Ra's al Ghul and his mother, to, or basically Ra's al Ghul. Um, yeah, uh, Ra's uh, al Ghul, but from the uh, uh, League, League of Assassins, League of Assassins, trained all his life, you know, and was secretly but not so secretly conceived by by talia by talia his oh, Ra's al Ghul. that man looked at that lady like by by Ra's al Ghul. and then like, pretty much no no, no no batman looked at talia like when did this happen <laughs> oh but but oh, also I, I don't know i don't know i don't know if that it, one night in paris oh oh i don't i don't know i don't know if that's in, that happened in the comics but 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 in the movie it's like oh hey um here's your son and he's like oh okay so no, 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 no. You gotta remember, he, he Batman likes to keep himself reserved. He doesn't like to show a lot of reactions. Yeah. I'm pretty sure on the inside, oh my god, all the animal money I gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Holy yeah. Shit. And you know, um, Batman's entire world gets flipped upside down. It's the same in the books, I recall. Uh-huh. It's like, he's like, what? When did this happen? Again, <clears throat> you remember that night in Paris? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh no. So Alfred, you were right. <laughs> that problem doesn't work. Um. So yeah, basic, basically, basically, yeah. what do you call it? Um. Yeah. Be- when when Dame is introduced, Batman's entire world gets flipped upside down because now he has, you know, an act like a son. You made Damien sound like he's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, it's essentially, and the way, in the way, obvious, and obviously, you know, because of the relationship and because of their different personalities, they get off to a rocky start, of course, you know, because Damien, he just wants to go out on his own and you know proves he he's wants to get revenge uh, for his grandfather Ra's al Ghul. Death on uh, who who was killed by Deathstroke. Yes. Which, can I just say how fucked up that is already? This is our first introduction in this universe to Ra's al Ghul, and he gets like, burnt. He gets burnt alive like a. Piece of chicken. I'm gonna say beef jerky, but sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that that's more accurate. Like, yeah, he gets burned like like crispy. Like, like he he, he like by that boy cr- kind of thing. <laughs> that, that, that boy, that, Savage came in, but like mm, that boy, that that boy, Chris, that boy, uh, that boy, Rasagul is crispy now. And apparently, yeah, and, appa- and apparently, the last with pets can't even bring back beef jerk beef jerky from to oh, no, to the can. living. It can. It can. It can. But then, like, so long as the so long as the spirit is there, but he ain't there no more. Yeah. So. But essentially, you know, it's this is essentially the origin of their relationship with Damien, mm-hmm. and essentially, um, this is the start of like what is going to be eventually a very rocky relationship between Batman and his son. Mm-hmm. And of course, we also get the arrival of Nightwing. Yeah, everyone's favorite Batman son mm-hmm. because. He was the first. Yeah. And the coolest. Sorry, uh, Jason Todd. And one of the most popular ones. Well, that's what I mean by the coolest. Mm-hmm. The first one you think of, too. And yeah. And essentially, from what I recall, it's just basically just, you know, them all trying. Batman is trying to make sure Damien is straight in the right path. Mm-hmm. Even, though he want, even though he was raised by the League of Assassins, who are you know, as the name says, a bunch of assassins who are like, cool cool. motherfucker. But yeah, so yeah, but, but basically, <laughs> you know, like yeah, Damien, yeah, like you said, the baddest of the bad, and mm-hmm. he gets taken out like a punk bitch. bitch. Yeah, punk bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> no, um, essentially. It and kind of rolls down to being 
you know, he wants to, Damien wants to, you know, get revenge on his grandfather on Death mm-hmm. by killing Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And his good old Batman, you know, moral code and all that stuff, tries his best to steer him in the right path. It's the best way he can do. You don't cross that line. Yeah, he he, and it's essentially it's the journey for for Damien to find his own path, while you know, mm-hmm. and honoring his dad, even yeah. though he was raised by these assassins. Yeah, and yeah, Kevin, what uh, you got any more thoughts on this film? No, honestly, like for the for this particular movie, I felt like this was a good introduction to Damien. You know, again, uh, we do, we do know. Uh, the both of us and you know fans of you know whoever whoever are fans of Damien, they pretty much know who he is, who he will eventually grow into, kind of deal. So I I, I figured this was this is definitely a good start for like kind of like their relationship and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I and I one hundred percent agree. It's it's a it's a very good start for Damien. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's also the start a good start of knowing our Batman. Yep. Because this is uh, his first solo outing in this anime universe. Yep, and also nice looking to Nightwing. See what he's up to. Mm-hmm. Sadly, we will not get Jason Todd or any of the other Robins. No, or t- yeah, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, not to be seen for a good while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is sad because I would like to see uh, Jason Todd react to all this. Mm-hmm. Especially since like they've been doing a lot of stuff with him recently. Yeah, uh, in the comics. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's you know. It's it's a very okay story. I, I, mm-hmm. I, if I were to give it a rating right now, it'd probably be just a seven. It's yeah, just a solid seven. Yeah, I, I I'd also give it a seven as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I can't think of anything bad about it because it was just very. It's very by the I wouldn't say by the numbers, but it's you know it just it gets too long going. It's a nice break every now. Uh, it it me, it it meets not necessarily not necessarily it meets the requirements, but more of like okay, it's it. It, it it tells a story all the way through without leaving any potholes, without leaving like you know any of well, the details. I don't mean in that sense, what I mean is like it's, it's no, no, no. I, I'm saying for me, for me, yeah. like what, like for me, like the like I guess my my reason for my rating as a, of a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's yeah. Again, again, for me, it's more of like you know, it it tells a story. It doesn't leave any you know potholes. It doesn't leave. It doesn't over over. Uh, tells any you know details that we already know of or details we might not know of, but it's just mm-hmm. it tells the story all the way through as it should be. So, yeah, and it depends on how engaging that story is and how that story works around all of it, whether or not mm-hmm. it be with potholes or anything. I think it depends on how that story is told. I yeah, think that's why I give it a seven because it's just a straightforward story, nothing big, yeah, nothing, nothing complex. It's just fine. It's mm-hmm. just a fine story you can get through. You yes. can watch every once in a while because mm-hmm. I know if I watched like twice. Because I was like, wait, did I miss anything? Nah, it's it's just as I thought it was. It was mm-hmm. pretty okay. So the next movie we have on here, and we're almost, I think we're almost done. Yeah, we we're probably probably like a third a third or close to halfway through. Yeah. Next is Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. And now... Yeah, and this is their... Oh, you were saying to say something, Kevin? I was going to say, now, now we're... Now we're uh, going into kind of like, I sort of speak, the origin story of uh, what do you call it? Arthur of Aquaman. Curry. Of what? Arthur Curry. Yeah, yeah, Arthur Curry, aka Aquaman, who is, I think he was supposed, he was also, uh, he was supposed to eventually be like 
you know, I guess in the comics, an original founding member of the league, right? Or because it wasn't supposed to be Cyborg, uh, it was supposed to be Aquaman. Original, original or New 52 original? Original, original. Nope. Okay, I guess. So, okay, so New 52. New, yeah, it was maybe New 52 then? I don't know. It was New 52, I can tell you that. Yeah. So basically, so basically, again, origin story of Arthur Curry, how, you know, he lived, he lived his, how he lived his life in, uh, pretty much on land, even though like he knew, he sort of knew the whole time that he belonged to the sea, but didn't know how until Mira, his eventual wife would, would come to the surface and eventually, and would tell him, oh, hey, you're, you're next in line for, you're next in line for the throne. Uh, Arthur Curry thinks she's some crazy broad or whatever, but so, no. Original yeah. lineup of Justice League was Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Martian Manhunter, and Green Lantern, and that's it. Mm. Gotcha. Because not now, I remember, because they were like the known, like they were the number, they were the guys that never really got sales. Mm. So, because Batman and Superman never showed up as the Justice League. Ah, gotcha. It wasn't until later, because like, why don't we have the two best heroes as part of the Justice League? Why don't we have that? Mm. But no, yeah, it was Aquaman. It was Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Flash, yeah. Martian Manhunter, fighting off against Starro. Mm. Why didn't we get Starro? Man, that would have been badass. That was actually, you know what? Okay, backtrack a little. Backtrack a little bit. There was actually one scene where there, there was it was that famous scene where they were fighting Starro, and that uh, the timeline it changed to where it was only. It ended up being Martian Manhunter fighting uh, Starro when the timeline changed. There was a scene in, in Flashpoint Paradox that that was like that. No, no, yeah, that that's, that's the point. That's the point what I'm talking about. That's yeah, mm-hmm. slight changes. Yeah, so uh, we get, we can talk about that another day. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Throne of Atlantis, the origin story, as you said, of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. It was um, basically, you know, kind of like what you saw in the live action movie, but a little more like, hey, we also got Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and all of them involved. Yeah. Except for maybe, I think there was one character that was in the first movie that wasn't in it. Who was it? Cyborg was in there. I know that. Cyborg was in there. I don't know. Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong because it's been a mm. while since I've seen this movie. Yeah. But, um, it's a it's another run. It's a it's another uh, by the numbers kind of movie. You know. Yeah. You didn't don't really expect much from it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because it's essentially, if, like I said, have you seen the live action movie? It's basically that. Just now, we're also adding on. The, the, re- the, re- the rest of the league, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, the rest of the league before he actually joins into it. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and he's fighting, a bro- he's fighting I guess, his uh, half-brother, so to speak. Uh, and, or- uh, Ocean Master. Or- or- Orm, Ocean Master. And, and- uh, also Black Manta was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's very fun. Yeah. It was... um. It was just an all right movie, in my opinion. I can't really remember much about it. There wasn't, there was, there for sure wasn't any memorable moments I can remember from it. It's just more of like, okay, it's just okay, cool. We 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 get to know who who Aquaman is. We get to know how he becomes eventually becomes Aquaman. He discovers powers which he kind of had already, but it's like, oh, now it's awakened. He so never he, knew where it came from. He never knew where it came from. Like he knew he had these powers. He knew he could talk to. Sea, sea life, but didn't know where it comes okay, from. You know what? I, I take it back. I do remember one scene the, the scene where he fought for that lobster. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's just sitting there looking at this tank of a lobster, and he's like, dude, man, what's the point? And, and, oh, and, and he's drunk. And, and he's drunk as like, Okay, someone bought this lobster. 
we're just gonna. And then he no. and then cut. Hey, he's like, he's not dinner. Like he's back off. He's my friend. And he's and Arthur Curry is of course in his drunken state, just downing a bottle bottle of alcohol, and he's just yeah. And eventually lets him go. He's like, there you go, little buddy. Clip like clip clips the clips the little bands off of him. Just lets him go into the ocean. Like there you go, friend. You're free now. Is that that? What we didn't know is that lobster wanted to die. (laughs) It's like I waited years to be eaten. Uh, Hey, my wife. It's over, man. There's no point in living. Yeah. Um, It sets literally all it is because it's just um, it. It's it basically runs like the movie. So if you've seen Mm -hmm. the movie, I think you'd just be fine. Yeah. this is what I mean. Like it's a very fine. This is what I mean by when we're talking about sort of Batman. That it's a very like, you know, point A to point B story. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, no plot holes on stuff, but it's still not an engaging story. Mm-hmm. You can have a story without plot holes and all that other stuff. It's just it is whether or not it's an engaging. And then for me, it wasn't it doesn't do a good job of showing I did uh, I think uh, I for sure I didn't get hooked onto it, especially knowing it's like, okay, like very almost kind of very similar to flash to where like you know like there's there's only either one or very few known you know stories or you know with with, well, with the character remember people have been trying to make aquaman cool because like every he was other... he was considered like the lame he was considered one of the, he the lamest heroes if you never read a com a aquaman book yeah, you would always consider him to be the lame superhero because of the talking the fish thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you ever read a book, a comic book of Aquaman, you'd be like, "Oh no, he's actually a badass." <laughs> like, like he can he can go toe to toe with Superman. So a life, I don't know, like a live incarnate, life incarnation of was it King Neptune or whatever, or oh, Poseidon? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but again, well, it's more like it's more like, hey, he's actually able to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know? Hey, yeah, he can control water, but he needs to be next to water. Uh, yeah. No, he can just be like, water in the air, spear water. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he can make a waterbender from like Avatar Last Airbender look like a piece of, like a, like a, like, what's the best word? To, to, Amateur. What's the best? No, 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 no. Like, it makes a waterbender look like kids, kid stuff. Also, you gotta remember he, uh, his strength comes because he was, he's used to the pressure of the water where it's like, listen, if you, if you, a normal human, Kelvin, were to go, as deep as Aquaman could go, boom! Yeah, unless unless I have like a <laughs> no, no, no. Even that, yeah, because Aquaman yeah. can go all the way down. Yeah, he has a he has a good resiliency. That man, practically the seafloor. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the deepest thing you could ever see the mm-hmm. marine trench and all that shit. But no, it's I personally I give it a. It's like I said. I feel like the I feel like the live action movie did it better. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's just mm-hmm. it's just a fine story. Like I like me like you, Kevin. You can't go over the story because like there was barely anything you can remember about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I I watched it a couple times, but it's just there's no moments that I can just grab from it. It's like even oh, it has the, even though it has nothing to do with the moments. It's more like yeah. it's very you know by the numbers. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, you get it. It's uh, Aquaman. He goes through this stuff. He finds out he's Aquaman, or like he's part, you know, Merfolk, whatever, Atlantean. Part Atlantean, and yeah. Now he's got a he's got to go reclaim his throne mm-hmm. for his mother. Actually, that's the one thing I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it over the movie. They actually decided to actually kill the mother. Mm. 
Remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, essentially, yeah, no, I'll probably just give it a, give it a five. You, Kelvin? Probably give it a four. Probably give it a four. Just, again, just because... You know, yeah, it's 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 not a bad story, but there's there was just nothing. You know, there's 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 no um mo- there's no uh like made like I guess like major plot or like th- yeah, there's no major plot or moment that I well, saw. A major that, plot is just you don't feel I mean, invested. Yeah, I, I I don't feel I don't feel as invested into the film. Yeah, that's that's the better word. I don't feel invested into the film as some of the other movies that I've seen so far, and it's yeah, just can, more of like you can just walk off and you'll be fine. Yeah, I walk out of the movie and just like, did I need to watch that? Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. On a yeah, you know, on a side note, on a side note with that, I'm I'm glad I did not watch The Incredible Hulk because I saw <laughs> that was it was complete. Uh, what's up? Which one? Which Incredible Hulk? Uh, the live action Incredible Hulk. <laughs> there was. I, 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 I re- like where they were going. I'm I'm reading I'm reading this guide and I'm reading this guide of like you know which 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 order to watch like in chronological order of which the watch of which to watch the Marvel movies and TV shows in and it's saying oh yeah um <coughs> uh, Hulk <coughs> yeah it's <coughs> not necessary you can just go ahead and skip oh, no, that it in. is necessary yeah it is actually necessary really it's not as necessary as the other ones but it's necessary mm. to understand the um Hulk's whole thing the problem yeah. with that movie is and is entirely tangent is that the what is the actor's name for that movie? I can't remember. The guy who played Hulk, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Really yeah. wanted to go into more of the psychological. Like, let me ask you this, Coven. What do you know about the Hulk as a character? Uh, I know. I I know. I know from the comics. I know for sure he was a he was a scientist. No, 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 like I, his character, not the stuff that happens to him. His character. What do you mean? Like, just okay. Wait, as like Bruce Banner or yeah. Bruce as is the character of Bruce Banner and the character uh-huh. of the Hulk. What is his character? Uh, Bruce Banner is just your. Uh, was it Bruce? Bruce Banner is. What well, can you can you can, let let me let me let me start and then you're already like shaking your head like. Because I can already tell where this is going. Okay, uh, Bruce Banner is your, is just your uh, average tip, uh, type average type of meal uh not what's it called it scientist. A- yeah, average, yeah, average old scientist. Uh, he's studying, you know, or his his specific studying is in gamma radiation. And uh-huh. during during the ex- during a uh, I guess a launch experiment, it was the uh, was it? Yeah, it was during a launch experiment, and I believe something went yeah something went wrong. He tried to you know run out, but then they didn't realize Banner was out in the field, so they launched the rocket, which I believe one of his coworker or one of his colleagues, or he tried he tried to push a, yeah a, a colleague of his. Was in the was in the blast zone. He pushed him out of the way. Gets caught in the blast and uh, gets exposed to gamma radiation, which should have killed him. But uh, you got you gave me more of like what happened to Bruce Banner. You didn't give me his actual character. Yeah. What is his character about? What what uh, issues did he go through? Oh, uh, was it? Uh, uh was it? Uh, anger management, right? What is the cause of the anger management? Uh, copious amounts of stress. Mm, that's one. And that's not the whole. Copious amounts, of, copious amounts of stress and the whole. Um, I mean, well, that's all I can think of. That's all I can think of. Here's one thing. <laughs> um, when I mean character, I mean what is the character about? What does he go through? You just gave me like stuff that happens to him. What I mean is, the Incredible Hulk 
the reason Banner becomes the Hulk is because of childhood trauma. That is the big thing. It's a split personality issue that he has. When he goes, his anger is because of his childhood trauma that he had with his fa- abusive father, the death of his mother. That's why whenever the Hulk talks, he talks like a little kid because that's his childhood trauma manifested in. That's why he has uh, colors because each one is a representation of his trauma or mm. basically an aspect of hit of ish of an issue they had. Joe mm. fix it. The gray Hulk is more of like, Hey, this is like your ego taking form. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That is his character. Mm. Bruce Banner is this, is this sort of quiet meek kind of guy because of the old, because of the amount of shit that's happened to him. That's why, you know, Thunderbolt Ross is this big guy talking shit to him. He's like, uh, yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Because he's so used to that abuse. Mm. That is the character. Mm. Which is why I'm like, this is why I was giving you like, Kevin, because uh, uh, I know where you're going, but you're, you're just more or less stating what the character, what happened to the character. was said actually, what is the character? Mm. Are you okay? You look annoyed. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. But uh, don't worry, I'm, 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 I might shorten this whole conversation down. Yeah. But no, um, that is, but essentially the, the character itself of um, Bruce Banner is, is a little more complicated than what the movies try to do. Yeah. They, they, just made, they just gave him the whole like nerdy scientist thing, but it's more like, no, let's explore his psyche kind of shit. Yeah. There was, a, there was a book where he, there was a, one of his most famous stories is like him sitting in a psychiatrist room talking to his different multiple personalities issue mm. yeah okay so pretty much again uh bring bringing it uh again bringing it back to the you know uh to justice league throne of atlantis i feel like you know similar to the hulk similar to like the incredible hulk uh it's kind of like the movie where you can you can watch part of it and you know you can walk away kind of knowing what's it about and then that's that's pretty much, and you you're you can still be caught up. You can still be caught up with like the yeah, you, you with, with everything. You, you don't need to see it. For... It's not necessary to watch it. Yeah, no, it's not necessary to watch. You can watch it for your own enjoyment, which I think it's fine. Yeah, which is why I give it a five because like if, if we're being critical, it's not really that great. But you can watch it out of enjoyment. That's why I give mm-hmm. it a five. Yeah, like it's really if because there, as we're gonna see later, this is all gonna culminate to one big thing. And when you think about it. Throne of Atlantis is just kind of like that one odd denominator. You can see them making more. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd rather not get to it. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, the Hulk also got that too. Yeah. So moving on to our next film. Uh, this is the next one in the, in the Damien, so to speak, in the Damien saga, Batman versus Robin. So this is when Robin is slowly transitioning into the whole, like, I mean, he was already rebellious when we when we when we first met him, right? He was already, he was yeah. pretty much already a little shit, but but now he's oh, mani- oh. well in the, in this one he's less of a little shit as he was in the first one. He's more or less manifesting his his you know his training, his killer instincts into the whole like yeah. you know when he meets meets an assassin who goes this, by the name. This is where he starts having issues with Batman's moral code. Yeah, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, because if you're raised by assassins, you're like, you gotta kill, dude. You gotta I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to kill. Like, if I have a target, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill that target. And if then... I have, listen, and this person is gonna continue doing bad. 
I, I have no choice but to I'm gonna I'm gonna off him. Yeah. I'm going to and off. yeah, and and essentially, you know, again, like like Eli saying, it clashes with Batman's moral code of the whole. Okay, we well, you can beat him to a bloody pulp, but never to like to death, to death, to death, or murder, or anything like that, or just cold blooded murder. So it those ideas You're clash. It, the the ideals clash, and then he eventually runs into uh, runs into a group, um, uh, ac- or accurately not accurately portrayed, but accurately named the Court of Owls, which is basically is like a is ba- the Court of Owls is an eccentric group of Gotham's uh, well Gotham's wealthy Gotham's elite Gotham's wealthiest billionaires, and which um, their leader is I think the Grand Master. Yeah, the Grand yeah. Master. Yeah, the Grand Master. Um, who has very eyes wide shut without all the nudes, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and and again, this ties into the whole conflict, our our conflict with our internal conflict. I I would say between Damien, you know, which which path to follow, you know, the 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 path that he was trained for all his li- his entire life for, or to actually follow his dad in to not to kill, you know, mm. and. Uh, I I felt like the intro- I felt like the introduction of uh Talon uh you know who was who was the assassin was it, it, it was it was it was it was a good it was it's a good character for sure because it's basically two opposing forces you know that were meant to really put Damien to the test in the whole you know which side is better which side is their version of justice so to speak their version of justice vengeance uh you know and things of that ma- and things of that matter so. I always find out how Talon looks very much like Hawkeye's Ronin outfit. I was just about to say that, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if they were made by the same artist. <laughs> we don't know. I don't, I don't feel like. Yeah. Um, but honestly, but honestly, you know, with with uh, what do you call uh, with Batman versus Robin, you do, Nightwing comes back. You do see a little bit more of Nightwing, and of course, you know, yeah. but he, yeah. Sort of speak because he's he's more of just like kind of like the ally of Batman. That's you know he pretty much ha- helps Batman in all the fights. And my guy, my dude, <laughs> Alfred comes in. Oh, oh! Wait till, wait till the next one. That's where I was like, hell yeah, that's my boy Alfred. Yeah, like uh, like uh, a lot of people you know who know who knows Alfred Pennyworth as like, yes, he's just Batman's butler, but like he's more than read the comics. He's more than that. He's way more than that. He was a former soldier. Mm-hmm. World War Two. Yeah. Did, are, are, aren't they creating like a sep? Aren't they developing a series called Pennyworth? I believe it's like a live action. TV, yeah. I yeah. Is it? I think so. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I haven't. I haven't seen trailers of it. But anyways, um, but no, that's, that's Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Heck. Alfred in the in this though in in this series or in this particular movie. Ah, oh, oh my! God. <laughs> it's the way he just easily offs like the ta- like the Talon grunts or Talon's grunts with a shotgun, and I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, he used to be a hunter. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Which, which is why seeing that now, and I'm like, yeah, you don't, you don't f, you don't fuck with, you don't Listen, fuck with uh, Pennyworth. <laughs> if you just because he's Batman's butler doesn't mean he knows how to fight. Oh no no! I I in one version. I no, he knows how to fight. Yeah, I know. Me and my brother always talk about this one version of Alfred, where he was a former MI6 agent, and I was like, "Wait, I can believe that." Are you telling me Alfred? You might have been James Bond. <laughs> that would make so much sense. 
That man was trained by James Bond himself. Yeah. That's why he can get all the ladies. That's why he has all the gear. Yeah. He's James Bond. <laughs> Think about it. He's uh oh I wanna say I wanna he he he's the uh he's yeah he's he's James Bond and the uh the weapons tech guy. Oh he's he's the, the weapons Q. tech guy. Q, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, I was like, yeah. wait. I I remember yeah yeah because because M because M is is the boss is the boss and then uh, yeah yeah and uh, Q is um the 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 tech guy yeah yeah no it was the tech ways no, yeah like, the one the one thing I will say about um this movie is that it really tries to grow on the whole Batman uh Damian Wayne relationship yeah they he Batman tries to you know build a good relationship with his son. Which is something that you know you don't tend to see a lot in in, in these comics. This is relationship with the son. You tend to see it with like Damien, with like um, let's say Damien, with like you know uh, Nightwing, Dick, and all that, Dick Grayson, and all that good stuff. Then like, yeah. here's one where like he's literally trying. You know, Dick, Jason, Tim, they all were like they all were fatherless, and they needed someone there. Damien, he. He has that too, but he always knew where he was. Yeah. Situation. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I've been raised by assassins. I've been trained to kill. I'm ready for this. Let me do this. And Batman's like, no, man. Just chill. Like, you know, enjoy your life. You're a kid. Let's yeah. Play some ball, son. Play some basketball. Come on. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. That's one of the. That's one of the things I always remember about that movie. This movie because like it was like one of the nicest touching scenes, and the fact that Damien like you know goes behind his back you know people say like oh you just ruined the scene like no but that's what damien is mm-hmm. you know he can have these fun stuff but at the same time he's an assassin yeah he's to kill he he's known that all his life he's gonna take it's, he's, gonna, it's not gonna happen over one over overnight he's he, he's still he's he's still that adolescent he's still that adolescent that's that you know coming yeah that adolescent coming of age character that's like really trying to you know, discover himself, so to speak. And I wouldn't say that. I would say like he's still he's, he's still, still trying. To, to, he's still trying to figure himself out. I would say. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. He knows yeah. who he is. He's still, he's still he's trying to cope with a different environment. Yeah, it's like I would say. Think of it this way: you're a trained killer, and this is the first time in your life where you can just be at peace. Yeah. No, you don't gotta kill. You don't gotta go do all this other stuff. You can just like sit there, enjoy your cup of tea, and just watch the sunrise. That's it. Yep. But of course, you know, you hear a little creak coming behind. You you're really to throw that that ninja star at somebody Mm-hmm. because you're so used to the to the kill. That's yeah. basically Damien's storyline in this movie. I'd say that I give this film probably. I give it a I give it a solid seven out of ten, just mainly because yeah, I, seven out of ten just because you know compared to the first when we first were introduced to uh, Damien in um in what was it uh instead of Batman yeah when we were first introduced to Damien like I felt like you know there was him was a Damien as a character was able to you know not only develop more but also we were able to see that okay yes. Like you know, like what you mentioned, Eli. Even 
with a trained killer, a trained assassin, just only known and taught to kill, but at least knowing that, okay, he can he can kind of learn and kind of adapt to an environment to where like it's it's not always that it's not always you're given a target to kill it's you, you can learn to live a normal life too when you're not donning the uh when you're not downing the outfit yeah the cape when you're not downing the cape you you can still have a life outside of it you know and he's and that was kind of like an eye-opener to damien so to speak so sadly you know because of the influence of the, the situation with the court of owls he probably you know needs more time because at the mm-hmm. end of this movie, you know, him and Bam- Batman and Damien kind of separate for a while. Yeah. He he needs his time. Mm-hmm. Which leads into another Batman sequel, which already is going to tell you some of the big problems I have with the with this uh se- with this whole cinematic universe that they did. But we'll get to that to another day. Yeah. But, you know, Batman Bad Blood. Clearly Batman likes Taylor Swift. I'm sorry, one more time? I said clearly Batman is a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, uh, he he, he's himself a name. Personally, I like ideas of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I did not like ideas of others. Okay. So, I mean, essentially, Batman goes missing. Yep. Damien and Dick have to um come together, work together, see how this is all going to work out for them, and see where everything could lead. Back to where maybe Batman is up, and also Damien's mom is back. Talia Al Ghul, and they're up to stuff. Yep. And well, what else can I talk? What else can I say about this movie? Uh, We're introduced to some new characters. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We are introduced to specifically Batwoman. two char- two characters. Yeah. Yeah, Batwoman, and I'm forgetting his name. Batwing. Batwing. Well, ba- basically, yeah, basically Batwing, but I, for- I forgot the actual uh, character's name? name. Yeah, or um, the dude's he's name. Fox, yeah, I thought I remember. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean it makes sense that it's Lucius Fox son. Yep. It's in- and he re- oh, no, that's on the- that's the wrong name. Let's see, Luke Fox. Yep. So yeah, it's the, in- the introduction of them. And sort of the situation that we had, the leftover situation of the League of Assassins that we've been established with since all the way since Son of Batman. Because Talia's back. She's basically mind manipulated Batman to do, do her bidding. Mm-hmm. Yep. And essentially now it's a battle between getting, Al- getting uh, Batman back to where he was. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Give me a second. And now we talk about some of my issues with this movie. Mm. I think it's okay. Personally, I feel yeah. like it's okay. I just feel like they underutilize Batwoman and Batwing very much. I agree. Yeah. Because there's really not much for us to talk about them because they only show up every once in a while. We know who Batwoman <clears throat> is for a little bit, but sort of stuff just kind of happens to her. Yeah. I feel like with, uh, what do you call it? Um, let me open this up real quick here uh oh and then apparently there's this new uh i think very minor villain by the name of heretic who's basically 
Yeah, oh, Heretic. No. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about Heretic. Heretic was basically a roided out version of Damien. So basically a clone, but imagine if so, he was roided out like Bane. Actually, um, he had a bigger role in the book. Yeah. But but basically Her- Heretic's role in you know in uh in, in the film was more more or less like okay, he was tasked to capture and get or capture and bring bring back Damien to Talia. Uh bring uh bring him back to Talia. So kinda like Talia can I don't know, I guess turn wanted uh, from my understanding i believe talia wanted to turn damon into like the perfect soldier or the perfect weapon something something within those lines something around those lines i don't remember yeah but yeah and 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 her and although heretic is you know this big you know again and again this big like enforcer but he's he still has that like the childish like impulse in his mind where he wants to be loved by by Talia, because yes, he was a clone, but he was, you know, birthed, so to speak, by Talia. And he says, "Oh, why don't what I I want to feel loved too, just like I, just like how you love this boy right here." You know, kind yeah. of deal. So even though, yeah, again, even though Heretic is this, you know, like I said, he's this big enforcer, but he still he still wants to feel tendered and loved, like he's like he's a child. Clone, you know? And he knows that he's a clone. And he knows that his, that his mother isn't going to love him as much as as much son. as damon yeah mm-hmm. he's like i'm i'm basically your son how come i don't get as i don't get the atten- i don't get the attention i don't get the love like you give to damon by the way they changed the design a bit in the book in the movie they get yeah. more of an adult face while the uh, the comics uh-huh. is a very baby face oh nice yeah lovely was, uh, i was always thought that was weird <laughs> love- that. that's gonna keep you up at night thanks dude <laughs> jesus i mean comics yeah, and they did, and they did like um, underutilize him a lot. In the, yeah, you know, as I saw in the books, he was a more important, um, um, more had a more of an important role, and yeah, had a bigger stuff going on with um, Batman. Oh no, yeah, two times where <clears throat> I think they had depth in the book, but changed mm-hmm. a lot on it. That, then again, it's uh, I mean, I remember watching it with that was okay. Then, then yeah, but then again, it's like more of. Actually, scratch that. They, you know, like you said, they. He's like he seems to be. He seems to. Uh, uh, he seems to have a more significant role in the comics, but in the movies, it was just a couple of lines here and there, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's he's, yeah. They they basically one off him, easily, easily one off. You know what hurts? He's he 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 was being voiced by one of my favorite voice actors too. Uh, what's up? Travis Willingham. Yeah. Yeah, he was like one. He's like one of my favorite guys because he's so like he's is got it that not, big bombasting voice kind of is stuff. It, is it not? Um, he's Roy Mustang in Full Metal. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that Roy Mustang, and then also, I don't know if it's the same actor or different actor who did Alucard and then Winston in Overwatch. I don't know if it's the same guy or not. I feel like yeah, it is, but if, it's guys. okay. Two different guys. Never mind. But That's okay, yeah. Freeman, dude. Crispin Freeman, yeah, I, I, I thought I initially thought it was him, but when I looked it up, it was like, oh yeah, it's it's the voice actor behind uh, Roy Mustang. Well, well, Travis Willingham's currently doing a lot of the Thor voices for cartoons and games. That makes sense as well, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's it's so it's such an under, I mean, it's weird because they were kind of hyping him up to be more important mm-hmm. until he like gets his head capped off. Boom. Yeah, yeah. and then. Towards, towards the end, of course, you know, typical fashion where, you know, they eventually meet up with Talia. They, they 
talk, they basically talk to Batman, try to convince him, say, hey, you're the one who brought us together. You're the one who, you're the reason why we are who we are today. And that, apparently, that was enough. To is, that only works for two of the two of the four characters we're introduced that's, to. That snapped Batman out of control. And then, yeah, that was it. There, the, well, there was a bit of, 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 of fight back, but, you know. Yeah. It, you know, in, in, in classic Batman fact, in classic Batman fashion, there was, you know, struggle, conflict, and everything. Uh, and event, eventually, I did not know this, but I did not know there was an after credit scene for this movie. Well, yeah, I didn't know if there was well, bad girl. But I didn't probably. I'm gonna probably have to rewatch that again because I didn't. I do not remember that. That uh, like, yeah, because I'm reading the week. She just shows up and then just you know just shows up and that's it. But yeah, yeah she does. But yeah, she does. Yeah, she doesn't have a, a non-speaking uh, can, uh role. Yeah, it's just a cameo. She, that's it. She don't talk. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And essentially, yeah, that's how. That's but in her Burnside costume, yeah. The only cool thing I remember is um seeing uh alfred box some dude box mad hatter oh yeah <laughs> which led to like ho- a horrific death jesus christ what in, in where head blew up what in in the comic no in the in the movie mad hatter's head blew off mad you don't hatter. See it, but you know what happened wait hold on alfred was boxing mad, mad hatter. hatter yeah was mad hatter in the movie yeah i'm trying he to... was a dude yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, Dude, are you? Come on now. Sh- hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I feel like it was Riddler. He was the guy who? No, no, no. Riddler was in Suicide Squad. Never mind. He was the guy who was in control of uh of not not the he, he was the one who was doing all the te- all the cloning stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, his head got blown off. Probably gonna have to rewatch. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably have to rewatch he it again. Look as goofy as he does in the. In the original, in the in the comics or the original animated series, yeah, yeah, he they they gave him more of an updated look kind of thing. I I, I will, I will have to rewatch. Ah, uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, I remember the scene now. Yeah, I remember the scene. Yeah, yeah, his head got blown up. I is wait, wait, hold on. Is 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 Tetch and Mad Hatter the same character or no? Who that uh, I. I think he goes by the name Thaddeus Tetch or whatever, or Thaddeus Tetch. I don't know. Like I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's the same guy though. But like Mad Hatter is like okay, the, you know, it no, makes Mad sense. Mad Hatter is a dude who's like, basically like Mad Hatter in the book because he some girl didn't didn't like him. Obviously, the main inspiration was you know the you know the the Mad Hatter from Alice in, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, but... no, that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, that's the main influence. Thaddeus, but, Tetch? Thaddeus Tetch, like Tetch or. Te- I don't know, like like T T Thatch, yeah, or something something like that, yeah. I'm not getting. I'm getting a Disney character right now. Uh, that's. I don't know if he's in DC or not. Like, I, I I keep hearing that name. I don't know. That is Thatch. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But I think you're thinking of another character. Probably, yeah. The only Thaddeus I get is Thaddeus Savannah. Hmm. That's, Which is yeah. Doctor Savannah, the bad guy from from uh, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's not him. I, I, anywho, uh, anywho, sorry, <laughs> it's getting a little like you know. You're, you're not the, you're not the, you're, you know that much about comics. We, we forget. I was, get, I was getting that. Li- I was trying to get trying to link stuff together, but um, yeah. yeah overall like, rating. You know, overall rating. Yeah. Forgive you. Yeah. Overall rating uh, of Bad Blood. 
for you, Eli? Um, I give it a six. Give it a six. Yeah, because it, it felt like there was a lot of underutilized characters in that, and like they they were fine, but it just like, it wasn't as memorable. Doing it just feel, it feels like you know we just need to like wrap up what we happened in the last movie. Mm-hmm. I'd say yeah, I yeah versus. I I'd say. Yeah, I'd probably give it a six as well, just because, um, what to call it? Yeah, I, I, I give it a six because, just because, um, what do you call it? Um, I said that twice, huh? Uh, you know, again, like, you know, like what you mentioned, uh, a lot of the characters were underutilized, and I feel, and I felt like just, they probably should, they probably should have more screen time so that we honestly get to know the characters better because, you know, again, Batwing and Batwoman, because you know Batgirl is already Batgirl, but now there's Batwoman, so there's a complete. If you never read a comic, you don't know who who the hell Batwoman is. Exactly. So you know, all you know I... is that she's she has she got her training from her dad, who was an army guy. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, Batwing is Lucius Fox's son. Yeah, who is like I guess, I guess is like a weapons tech developer for for Wayne Tech or something like that. Well, he's he's the guy who's in charge of all the tech. Yeah, like all the stuff that that Bruce that uh, Batman has. Oh, okay. well, it's because of Lucius Fox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, he works for Batman too. So yeah, as Bruce Wayne, you know, he works with Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they are together. Okay. And so we're coming towards the. That is also true. Yes. Uh, we are coming towards the end of our list. We have arrived at the finish line, ending it off with Justice League versus Teen Titans. So, uh, essentially, Justice League versus Teen Titans, I mean, it, it implies, as in the name, you know, eventually the Justice League and the Teen Titans clash, but not in what, but not in the fashion of what you expect. So, the Teen Titans yeah, team... They're not, it, they're not doing the classic comic book fight, oh, we thought you were the bad guys the whole time. Oh, let's team up to fight the good guy. It's about yeah. the actual bad guy. It's more of like, uh, so, before, before we start things off... Think about it, Kelvin. It is, it would probably to expect someone got mind-controlled. So to speak. Uh, but before we start, no, they but, yeah, they did. Uh, but but before we dive right into it, uh, our team, our Titans that are in this were initially introduced as uh, Dick Grayson's Robin, Bumblebee, Beast Boy, Kid Flash. Oh, no, that happened in the other one. Uh, no, it wasn't this one. No, it wasn't the other one. Ah, uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. That <laughs> scratch that for next time. But um, but. This particular team, uh, that we, that we eventually get to see grow and whatnot, it'd be, be yeah, Beast Boy, Blue Be Beast Boy, Blue Beetle, Raven, um, what you call it, uh, Damian Wayne and Star uh, Starfire and Nightwing. Yes. Mm, yep. I believe that's it. And no, she comes in. La- I was gonna say one more, but she comes in like later in the later oh, films. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so basically, you know, we, we do have, you know, a team that's established or we do have this kind of like an established like team already, you know, which is, uh, which is the tight, which is the teen Titans in this case. And they don't really, they, they don't realize that, uh, you know, the kind of like the, the hidden power that Raven ha- kind of has slash trapped inside of the gem that's in her head is basically, you know, her father, Trigon, uh, yeah, he's literally a demon. Literally hell on earth, yeah. <laughs> well, no, not so, hell on earth. She's literally like oh, a, de- a, de- a demon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we kind of hell on earth. We we kind of 
I believe we kind of know, a, I would think, a, just a tiny bit of an origin for Raven. How, like, her mother was part of a, or, yeah, her mother was part of a cult. But then, eventually, she jo- she joins the Order of Azeroth. And, but her father, event- her father eventually finds, finds her mother, completely wipes out the Order of Azeroth. And is now left, but is not, and is now left just the Raven herself. Um, and basically, yeah. In classic fashion, oh, you mean the father of Raven's mother or her dad? Dad, Raven's dad, uh, like Tri- Trigon being. Yeah, like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure you're clear on that. I oh, know, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Tri- Trigon is, you know, had had a relationship with uh, Raven's mother. Obviously, very clearly, very forced. Clearly, didn't work out. So went off on her own, and you know, again, joined the Azeroth. What uh, joined joined an order uh, to get mm. cleansed, so to speak. What order was eventually wiped out and. Uh, fast forwarding to modern day, Trigon, you know, is released and possesses the Superman, the 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 Justice League. Yeah, possesses the league, except except for Batman, which in good old fashion, uh, uh, I was at Bane Venom out. Like, so he's pretty much out at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's now the league versus the Titans in this huge clash. Um, which I think you're forgetting one important notion is that this is the first time, like I said earlier, this is the first time, you know, Damian Wayne kind of got in the way of the Justice League. And so, yeah, Batman convinced Nightwing to make Damian part of the Teen Titans. Yeah. And this is the first time we see, you know, Damian interacting with kids his own age. Yeah. Because this is the one, yes. of the, one, one, of the, one of the, probably one of the best moments is when like, they're, when Beast Boy and Damien are doing that dance off on the Dance Dance Revolution times two thousand whatever. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I never liked Dance Dance Revolution because I'm like I don't I don't care. <laughs> but like seeing him those two play in a big screen around where like there's a huge amount of people, I'm like that's not how it works. <laughs> Unless you start doing some cool breakdancing moves out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean how it works. But no, mm-hmm. um, it's one of the few times we see um, them see Damien sort of be normal. Yeah, it's, it's a very important moment for for mm-hmm. his character for sure. Yeah, and I'm surprised we didn't talk about this earlier. But um, Superman and Wonder Woman are a thing. <laughs> We're a thing in this in this movie. Apparently, they are a thing. Uh, I honestly thought it was going to be the whole you know Superman Lois Lane, but apparently not. They well, are. You got to remember, Kevin. This is based off the New Fifty Two, in which true. Um, which Superman and Wonder Woman were in a relationship. Also, Lois Lane kind of outed him as Superman. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Because she's a reporter. She's got to do it. Yep. Yeah. One of these days, Calvin, I'm going to make you read Doomsday Clock, and we'll see, and we'll talk about that book. (laughs) Because, listen, it ties up to New 52, 52 and it's... Yeah. But no, um, essentially, yeah, um, because of all this stuff, Eventually, because Superman being possessed by Trigon, and eventually the rest of the league, except for Batman, mm-hmm. yeah, we got to fight. Mm-hmm. And so it's a pretty good fight. Yeah, all, all things considered. Funny enough, Cyborg was another one who didn't get you know mind controlled. He didn't. Uh, no, he did not. And we get a little bit of like the classic Teen Titans from the TV show. If you think, yeah. We got the Beast Boy, we got the Raven, we got the Cyborg, we got the Starfire, and we got two Robins for the price of one. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is which is great, mm-hmm. and it's a nice, nice little um, you know, tea and like nice little Easter egg there. Yeah, and 
you know, it's up to Damien and some and his team to go in and say Raven, who's in the middle of letting out her evil dad out into the world. Demonic, demonic father, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Her, her satanic dad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a, there's a lot of fights going on. And eventually they are able to release Superman. And listen, Superman gets the whole league. That's fun. Super, wait, Superman gets the what? Superman gets the whole league. Yeah. That's so... <laughs> no, 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 I know. I, I, I'm just picturing it right now. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen, it's more. It's a lot more cooler than the one that happened in the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, pretty much, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I always find it funny how he beats uh, the Flash. He just like breaks his legs. Crap, <laughs> and that's it. No, it's more like I'm gonna trip him, and he, my I'm gonna, my fear like made a steel basically. So he's tripping over a, uh, a, a basically a huge metal pole. On his fast, he's gonna he's gonna break his legs. Yeah, and he did. I'm like, holy broke, shit, broke his legs. He's like, motherfucker, what'd you do that? Oh, you'll heal. You won't be worried about it. Yeah. Like, it still hurts. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Essentially, um, it's it's a great scene where all of the, the heroes come together. Mm-hmm. You know, able to beat good old Trigon and put him back in his little prison. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is Raven's head. Which is Raven's uh, jewel uh, on her head. Yeah. Yeah, which she didn't have in the beginning. She had it towards the end. Towards the end, yes. Because How- like he, he was coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for her to control, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's basically about it. It's just like a nice little. It's it's basically Damien finally finding a place to be with and mm-hmm. being able to be normal, and all that stuff. And and basically, that's a nice way to include all the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a nice little. It, it's one of the things where you know this is all one universe because like. All the stuff that happened with Damien is like now being part, and it's now coming in with the whole stuff that's going on with the Justice League, mm-hmm. and it's gonna, and you can see how it's a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. Well, so what are your thoughts on this movie, Coven? Uh, I thought this, I thought this was a nice, um, I thought this was a nice end, not not end, but just a nice, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it, you want to say end because this is the end of this kind of converse, this half of the of the stuff we're talking about, don't you? I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, technically yes, but also this is a nice, uh, oh, midway point to where you know now because we, I, I mean, we've been talking about you know like some of the other movies so far, right? But the ones we really went into with the majority of them, of course, you know, being Batman films, but the real the real focus of today's episode was on Damien because he went from. The little shit where we all hate to where oh, you know he actually Damien actually has he actually can learn and he can actually adapt and he's ha- an he, actual character he's an actual he character and he has some it. yeah so and he ha- and he and he has some sense of humanity and we know that now like he it is it is possible for Damien to be a human it is possible to for Damien to be your typical average like you know kid to teenager to you know eventual adult that he becomes so. It was, it's a it's a good it's a good midway yeah. stopping point yeah yeah it's a mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good way to to bring well to it's a good like way to introduce all the characters that we've established coming together mm-hmm. for something like yeah. well that's something like makes you feel more that this is a, this is an established world that they get that you can see these characters sort of coming together mm-hmm. kind of stuff and yeah. now I mean personally for me I think it's a fine movie I don't think it's the best one out of all of them yeah um, but for me I'll probably just give it a good old seven 
it's a solid movie. It just it just really drags in certain areas. Uh, somewhere in the beginning and somewhere towards the end, it feels very draggy. But some mm-hmm. stuff really shines out. Like I said earlier, like Damien just being able to be a kid. That's yeah. Why I give it seven. For sure. Um, I'd also give I'd also give it a uh, solid seven as well. Um, just, again, just cause, you know, just like I, just because I mentioned before, it um, you know, we really discussed a lot about Damien and kind of how his his character developed all the time. His maturity really grew. Like, yeah, his, how his maturity really grew. And, you know, I am I intrigued. Mean, I'll say this. We, we tend to shit on characters who are angsty and all that stuff, but that's because, like, we tend to forget we were angsty at some point, too. I remember that period. Oh, good lord. Yeah, and then we immediately just hate or, like, just rather not relate to that character. Yeah. We forget about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but you can't, but you can't, angsty. but you can't help yourself, but you can't help yourself. It's like, damn, let's, this this character is so like, why why do I relate to this character? It's like you don't want to, but it's yeah, but it's, it's it like just happens. Like, hey, I get why Sasuke's angsty. I totally understand it. Actually, it makes sense why he's like that. Yeah, just don't don't hold on to that too damn long, mm-hmm. or else we'll get annoyed by it. Yep. And thank and that's one of the good things I like about Damien, and specifically in this iteration and this way they they establish him. He starts off as a very angsty, very like you know spoiled kid. But that's because he's been raised to be this way. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to be like, you will be the next leader of the League of Assassins. You're going to be this, this, and that. And then all that's taken away. And he's like, nah, man, I'm a badass motherfucker. Yeah. He is. But like, we just, we're like, we don't want to, we, we'd rather him be relatable than actually be us, the character he's established to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this, this is what I'm saying. We now, we're slowly getting, he's still kind of a entitled char- character, but he's reasonable. He's in, He's likable. He he has friends that show show off that he has a little bit of humanity in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we get into some good stuff with him. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that wraps up our episode for today. We got we got a good time in. Yeah, we got a yeah. we got a good run in for today's episode. And considering how these are just seven movies of fifteen. Yep. And this is only and this is the only first half of many films to come. Yeah, uh, once yeah. getting a little uh, uh... <laughs> it starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it starts to get a little more complicated and a little more, in my opinion, not worse, but like, all right, let's 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 get let's get through this. I have issues. Yeah, have a lot of issues. The yeah, so yeah, that pre- <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, this uh. This wraps up our episode for today, and you know, thanks, thanks for, thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening, and there will be a part two, we promise. Yes, there will be a part two for, to this, and to listen to us, uh, you can check us out on anywhere where podcasts can be heard, list can be heard, streamed, downloaded, uh, podcast. Was it? Was it? Uh, yeah, I said podcast. Ha. Huh. Um, iTunes, Spotify, and if you're on the iTunes, slap us that five star uh, review uh google podcast Castbox, uh pandora um you know again anywhere where podcasts can be heard heard uh streamed downloaded and if you and for our visual watchers you can subscribe to us on for, youtube for anyone who wants to watch the video version yes we we've been do, we've been starting to do a little like not not series but like kind of like a whole geek insurance previews to where like let's say you want to get a glimpse of our upcoming episode you can check us out on our instagram where we have those uploaded on our IGTV 
And of course, we aside from that, we also have Facebook and Twitter as well. For our video watchers, uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, uh, like the video, comment, uh, tell us what you think on today's episode. And, you know, as always, leave leave comments below in which you may in in um, which topic may in which topic you want us to talk about next and we'll we'll, we'll probably make it make that into an episode and you know again mm-hmm. share with your friends family and as always uh oh and last but not least our patreon page is still i know again i know it's a little bone dry but it is still active it is still going so any contribution would be greatly appreciated i know times are tough right now mm-hmm. but any any contribution would greatly be appreciated as always and yeah this has been the geek centurions with your boy kelvin and it's been your boy Eli. We enjoy having you guys listening to us. Let us know how we're doing. If we can do anything to improve everything, yes. we always try to make sure everything's to the best of our abilities, good quality content. Mm-hmm. Whether it be some really good conversation or just laid back ones like one we have right here. Yeah. But Kelvin said it best. We're always here trying to get better and always here to take your suggestions. Yep. All right. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.